It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Gums are kind of floppy. A little butterball. Did you have a birthday, buddy? Her name's Marie. Marie, that's cute. a cute name. She's very cute. All right. Very Catholic name. <laughs> Welcome to the Child Care Byron Group Podcast. Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio. In studio with me, Samantha Balch. How you doing, Sam? Aloha. Doing great. The sun is starting to set. It's right in my eyes, but it's Hawaii. So, you know, it's a lovely sunset. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, <laughs> be out on the. You can come anytime you want. Uh, Hawaii is a little bit too restrictive for me. I like a place where you can roam free. That's, um, uh, no, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, it's, they're loosening up those, though. Well, that's, good. Up. that's good. Maybe, maybe yeah. someday. Um, so Samantha, I've, I've been, uh, yeah. Oh, Samantha. Yes. Jeff. I've been, are you, I've been, a, uh, are you a Jeffrey or a Jeffrey? Huh? Are you a Jeffrey or a Jeffrey? I am neither one of those things. I'm a, are I'm, you just a Jeff? I'm just a Jeff. Oh my God. That's so cool. Anyway, continue. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm one of those things on my birth certificate, I guess, but I'm not one of those things. So I, I've got this, uh, this phrase I've been using with the uh, the pups that I, I think it should it should go it should go mainstream. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna throw it out here. So uh, okay. every once in a while we're out and and somebody gets all 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 tough and growly and they get their hackles up and you know maybe it's uh, maybe it's a rabbit making fun of it. yeah. Well, the other day Gigi was arguing with some crows. Of um, course. And, and I told you, you don't want to piss off those crows because then they'll bother you all summer long. But anyway, also they will hex you. Oh yeah, because yeah, very crows, they will cast us. Crows have <laughs> long memories. Um, and and so so I've been I've been saying I've been saying relax your hackles um and i think that that's a that's a that's a bit of terminology that could could go out into the general world that's um, uh could you define for the listeners what a hackle is um in, in the hackle you that that little bit of fur on the back of your neck when you're a puppy i thought that was your scruff your that scruff? was like the scruff of the scruff of your neck well, I think that's the meaty, that's the fleshy well, part. That's the, I that's think the, the hairy flesh. part is the hackles. Yeah, you, if you get if you get if you get all excited, you get your hackles up, and and so oh and God. so Gigi, her her she tries to look bigger, and her her fur stands up there, and so I tell her to relax her hackles, and then she doesn't listen to me because she doesn't speak English. Yeah. Um, and anyway, and she doesn't respect you, and it's yeah. a whole thing. Anyway, listeners, when uh, when somebody's getting all like they they're acting like, hey, I got a beef with somebody. 
try, try, hey, relax your hackles. Um, and then they'll ask you what hackles are. Yeah, and you've diffused the situation. That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, I think your uh, your story the last time we were together was uh, a little bit better. I usually mine. use uh, slow your roll. Yeah, yeah. See, relax what your I say. hackles is kind of like yeah. slow your roll. Slow your roll. Um, I'm trying to think if there's another one I've ever said specifically specifically to, to children. What I tell them slow your roll a lot. Um, no, that I just refer to them as goobers. Yeah. I and mean, apparently none of them have heard the term goober before. I'm like, well, this is a very loving thing. I'm calling you. You're a goober. <laughs> right. You're just you're just a bunch of goobers. Isn't that a chocolate covered raisin or something? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yes. I think I think it is. I think it's also um, spit. Oh, really? Yeah. It's also it's also a brand of a uh, peanut butter and jelly mixed together already in a jar. Which I want to assure you is as gross as it sounds. Oh no, it's delicious and time saving. <laughs> no. Hey, listeners, we're back with another episode talking about temperament. In the past, we've talked about, uh, what have we talked about already? We've talked about, first we did a general episode about temperament. Yeah, what be temperament. And then last time we talked about approach withdrawal. This time we've moved on to sensory sensitivity. Now, now back, I think originally sensitivity used to be, because there are traditionally nine Nine yeah. temperamental traits, but uh, recently I've been seeing things where where sensitivity is broken down into into sensory sensitivity and emotional sensitivity, mm-hmm. and I think that that kind of makes a lot more sense because some people who are are sense sensor sensory right. sensitive aren't really emotional sensitive, so there I think it's good to split those up. Um, and so let's talk about sensory sensitivity. There's again with all of these temperaments, there's a there's kind of a a continuum there you are either maybe on one end you're you're not very sensitive to sensory things and on the other end you're you're very sensitive and i guess uh it would depend on the sense you're probably maybe you're you're visually really sensitive but auditorially auditorially you're you're not and so there's 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 all kinds of spectrums um, yeah isn't it cool this one's this one's cool i mean it's all cool but i think this one's cool because it's really You've got so many different angles yeah. to come at it and kind of think about children and the children you work with. Um, just think about myself. I freaking hate being wet. I hate being wet. I hate it so much. Um, now, I enjoy good, swimming. Good thing you live on an island. Yeah, good thing I live on an island. I enjoy swimming, okay? And I'm fine when I am swimming. It is when mm-hmm. I leave the water that I need to be dry in the next four minutes if i am wet for an extended period of time i get so bothered by this um i don't entirely know where this is from uh i also don't like having food on my face so like like food on your face food on my face like um or on my fingers i don't like like i will almost always eat with utensils if i can because i like okay here's a horrible example of of both my older brother and i are like this i have three siblings um both my older brother and I, uh, we do not anymore, but when we, when we ate like chicken wings, you know, like out of like, like watching mm-hmm. the, the big game or whatever, um, like we would eat them with forks because I hate the feeling of sauce on my, I hate, I hate it. I cannot express how gross I think it is, how much I despise that sensory experience, um, like ribs or anything like that, like corn on the cob. I don't like eating it. 
because I don't like when it touches my cheeks. I don't like, I want to take the corn off and then eat the corn. Um, and I am rightfully roasted for this behavior. And I deserve it to be very clear. This is a freakish thing to do. And, and see, that's probably something you don't want other people to know about because because the more people know now about they're going to exploit those this. things, the more they're going to to play them up. I remember Tasha. Tasha doesn't. I don't know if this fits here, but she doesn't. She's she mess and disorder kind of annoy her. Yeah. Um. I, I think, think that maybe, is a sensitivity a though, of, like an organism. Yeah. A visual sensitivity almost. Yeah. So when the kids were little, we find ourselves at this, uh, this restaurant and it's one of those places they got, uh, uh, peanuts in the shell on the table. Oh yes. And, uh, and you can just chuck the shells any place you yeah. want when they're, and so it's one of those places. And, and, and so she is eating peanuts nice and orderly and the kids are doing the same thing because that's how she, she raised them up until the waiter, the waiter comes over and notices this and he takes the, oh, no. the little bowl that's got the, the shells in it on the table and he just kind of dumps it on the floor <laughs> and, 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 and tells them they're being way too neat. And the kids are like, what? We and, can do that? <laughs> this so, wasn't an accident? And so for the next 45 minutes, peanut shells are just flying all over the place. And it was... It's a delightful bit of torture um, for uh, the woman, yeah. I, uh, woman I love, I guess. And see, I can I can relate to that. It's torturous. And like when I see other people with food on their faces, I'm like, aren't you uncomfortable? Isn't this the worst feeling you have ever had in your entire existence? Well, it's good. And the people good, I talk to, you work with children. Yeah, and the people I talk to are like, no, I just wipe it off. I'm like, right, but what if you didn't have to have it there in the first place because you had a seven step plan of how you're going to use the utensil? to get the food you want and you know so does this carry over does this just food what about if you end up having some sort of toothpaste mishap it's not it's not as bad it's not as terrible it's gross like I, i'm like eh, you know i'll get it off but it's not as visceral of a reaction as three-year-old like, sneezes on you oh i'm fine with that yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you know the actual germs i'm like yeah uh -huh. okay no, I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, they just need the moistness because you you said you don't like you don't like food on your face. No, you don't like being I'm wet. I'm fine so. with moist. Moist is and like, okay. I'm fine. But... I'm so sorry to the listeners that like don't like the word moist. I have no issue with the word moist. I'm like, yeah, I love moist cake. That's the best kind of cake. Um, got no got no auditory sensitivity to that. Uh, I would say my only auditory sensitivity is uh, I can I can withstand a lot of noise. I'm a very loud person. Uh, and I think that has somewhat deafened my hearing to the point where I like things loud because that's how I hear. Because <laughs> I am loud. I have been this loud forever. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, I, I'm usually, so sensory stuff usually doesn't get to me. N noise, I, I don't, I, I'm pretty it, it doesn't raise my heartbeat yeah, very much relaxed. when there's, where's the, you know, there's a loud noise and, 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 and people will jump. I, 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 mm -hmm. I don't usually, you know, you're like, you're in a restaurant and somebody, somebody drops, uh, yeah, it's like, staff, uh, drops a plate or something, a tray, um, mm -hmm. the whole restaurant turns around. I, I, I usually don't, but, um, the other day 
while I was thinking that we were going to be recording this episode, um, this this happened, and I, I had to I had to jot a note down try to remember it because I was I was out with the hounds at we're out between four thirty and five thirty in the morning, and and we're we're walking along, and and I I saw out of the corner of my eye, I saw a fucking dire wolf. And my whole fight or flight reflex went in. I mean, I, there was this moment of terror. Would you say your hackles were raised? My hackles were raised. <laughs> and I, it was it was this visceral thing that I, I don't usually have. And then I realized what it was. The dogs were, were off leash and were walking. And there was a light source that reflected their shadows up slightly behind me to the side on on this wall and so what i see is these these four five foot tall shadows of my pups walking along and it's like there was like like my my but my brain was like hey there's a dire two dire wolves coming to get you and i said oh no and then my heartbeat went back to normal and and so that oh, was how a, exciting that was a very exciting sensory experience that i'm not used to i'm not used to having having because i'm, I'm usually pretty low-key with with how would you how would you define that kind of sensory experience like where it's like your adrenaline starts racing how would you because i feel like that's a conversation about children's sensory sensitivity worth having sure right? not and not just about you know how scared a kid gets but also what they're what they do when that response is triggered and how they come down from it I think is an interesting conversation and, 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 and something about children that's worth noticing. Yeah. What do you yeah. call that? <laughs> what do we call I don't know. Um, well, I mean, it's that, that sensory response thing. It's that right. It's, it's like that fight, flight, freeze response that people have, but like, if you were going to put that in a category of sensory sensitivity, I guess you could just call it that response. And you know which one the child is more inclined to do yeah um and then how they how they come down how they regulate themselves after that if they can regulate themselves after that if they need help you know from a teacher from a friend if they're asking for it if they're off on their own trying to process what happened like when a kid falls really unexpectedly Mm -hmm. right like if they're on like the balance bars and they fall and they were not you know they've done that flip a thousand times and suddenly they fell how they respond to that i think is always really interesting um get like that shock yeah. of this thing happened that i was not anticipating and i thought would never happen i was totally prepared for what i did and now how do i go forward what do i do yeah and it doesn't um, even have to be something as big as a fall i mean there are kids that that have that response when they walk barefoot on grass yeah, uh, or 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 they put their hand into the sensory bin. It it becomes a a big, almost a shock wave goes through their bodies. And yeah, and, I mean, so just being aware in your in your classroom of where where kids are with their their sensory responses to to things. Um, are they are they sensitive? Because I mean, I've I've known plenty of kids that that were outside and any any little bump or bruise or scrape is a it, i mean in their mind a a five alarm fire and a need yes, for a trip to the emergency wound. room and there are other kids that are that are basically four-wheel drive all-terrain vehicles that, i have a kid who's constantly falling over and i don't think she feels anything yeah 
She's she pop, she's made of rubber. She pops right back up. Like you good? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, because if it hurts, you can tell me. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one's off. I'm good. I got things to do. Yeah, I'm busy. <sighs> and so <sighs> taking the time to to tune into those kind of things and 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 then adjust the environments uh, accordingly. And I, I think mm-hmm. with the sensory stuff, I think of. Uh, Maybe it was more of an 80s and 90s thing, but there were a lot of classrooms that were were designed to, I think, uh, induce sensory overload with mm, the, yeah. the bright primary colors of, I mean, yeah. the, the primary colored chairs and the primary colored walls. and Those and Carson DeLosa posters. Just, if you don't know what that is, just Google it and you will recognize it. <laughs> And it's just, it's just gets to be too much. And so when we can, totally. we can kind of tone down the, the color scheme and, and go with more neutral or earth tones and those kind of things, that kind of thing. Um, the volume at which music is played in classrooms. Yeah. Uh, well, well, 80% of the kids might be, might be cool with the, the loud kid music playing. Uh, it might, it, that, that, that one kid, the ears might, maybe not literally be bleeding, but close to it, uh, for, for those kids. So there's, there's all kinds of stuff to consider when, when dealing with this. Yeah. And I think, again, like we talk about a lot with temperament, there's no wrong kind. There's no bad kind. I think a lot of time, especially with sensory sensitivity, um, we get really I think I've seen a lot of teachers get really freaked out if a kid isn't into something Mm -hmm. like, Oh, they, they don't like using the water table. Like maybe that kid's, you know, has, has a sensory processing issue. Maybe they don't like, or maybe they're just like me and they don't like being wet. (laughs) That's, that's okay. I don't know if that's a sensory processing issue so much as that is a preference. Um, I am not a clinical psychologist, so, you know, I'm just a guy, but (laughs) no, that would be a fun vanity project though. Wouldn't it? (laughs) In your spare time, Sam. Yeah, that'd be great. But I think, I think a lot of times we kind of get freaked out by the kids who don't like in more, who are, who are more on the, they prefer fewer or lesser or calmer sensory experiences Mm -hmm. than the ones who are, like you said, the four wheel drive mile a minute. I'm in the mud. I'm in the dirt. I got food on my face and I'm cool. I'm cool with all of this. None of this bothers me. Like I am loud. I am ready. And both of those things are okay. I think it's tricky when you have both extremes in your room. That's very tricky. Um, You might not find those two extremes ever playing a lot together because of that, because their needs are so very different, but that doesn't mean you never will see it. Yeah. I I also, you know, I think, you know, I'm all for, Hey, you be you. And if you don't like to be wet, don't play in the water table. Yeah. Don't do it. I I think we also need to, with this, be aware that there, there are, often sensory maybe maybe not often but sensory processing issues yeah they do exist they definitely exist and so knowing where knowing where to how so how do you how do you determine how to engage with a child who may just not like the sloppiness of the stuff in the sensory bin but also may have a sensory processing issue who where and and they would be they would benefit from getting yeah. a little bit more um engaged with the the ooey and the gooey on their fingers 
I think a lot of times the same way you would engage a child with any new material or like even with other kinds of temperaments, right? Like with children who are slow to warm, you you might walk into the room with them. With children who are more cautious about these sensory experiences, you invite them to do it with you or you get them their own little cup of something instead of the big sensory table. You know, oh, did you want to play with it at this table? I can get you a little bit of it so that it can just be yours to explore for right now. I think sometimes that can be really helpful. Mm -hmm. And then just, you know, again, keeping it in mind, just keeping, keeping, a, keeping track of it, noticing the trends, like, is this child going over there when there's nobody else there? Because that is telling you something then. It might be that they prefer to do it by themselves or they really need a quiet environment to examine this material. Is that student never going over there? Is that student looking actively repulsed? buy it. These are just all good things to know. And then you can always mention it to their family and say, you know, hey, when we get out the water table, Becky doesn't seem super interested. Is that something she does at home at all? And then they might say, oh, no, she hates baths. She hates being wet. It's like, oh, that's really interesting. You know, we are seeing that at school, too. So just wanted to check in with you, see if there's anything you know, you want her to have experience with, we'll keep inviting her and putting this out. And I feel like that a lot of times that kind of helps parents like, oh, maybe we should chat with our pediatrician, just yeah. see what's hippity happening. Because yeah. again, you're not a pediatrician, unless you also are, in which case, good for you. <laughs> unless you are. Good for you're, you. You're not a pediatrician, unless you are. Unless um, you are, in which I, case, way to go. The, the, a good example, I guess, of of dealing with this, I, I saw from one teacher in a, in a room I was observing, and they were doing a sensory thing. As I mean, the kids are elbow deep in the slimy, gooey stuff, and <laughs> yeah. and um, one little girl, she's really standoffish about it, and she's interested, but she doesn't like the the feel. And so the teacher took a, a handful of the stuff out of the bin and threw it on the floor, yeah, and 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 stuck her toe in it. And the little girl's like, can, can I do that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And so the little girl did that. And then the other foot and the 20 minutes later, she was, she was elbow deep in the stuff herself, but it took that, it took that, uh, that literally tiptoeing yes. into the experience for her to, for her to get there. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I think a lot of times we when we especially when we think of sensory experiences, we're like, it's either like the trunk of your body or your hands. It can it can be other parts, too. Like if you if you're cool, taking your shoes off, like walk in the mud, see if they'll do it with you, see if they want to. I've seen a lot of um, painting, you know, especially for younger children with, um, you know, baby safe paint and just allowing them to use their entire bodies for it. Like put it on your body, put it on the paper, put it on your toes, slam your toe on the paper. How does that feel? And even with older children, that can be a really fun experience because a lot of times we don't think about what our toes are feeling. We mm -hmm. don't think about what our feet are feeling. So giving them that opportunity, I think then they kind of tend to gravitate towards, oh yeah, let me get my hand in that too. Let me put it on my elbow. How does that feel? Oh, that's funny. And yeah, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Kudos and, to that teacher. And if you could, you can, you can dig into it. I mean, there, there are kids I've had experiences with who, who were having behavior problems, quote unquote behavior problems. Being, I mean, I think this this one was with it was with being being kind of aggressive with other kids. Yeah, and it, it all all traced back to 
the scratchy shirt, that tag mm -hmm. in the back of the shirt rubbing, and that's irritating. And when your clothes are irritating you all day, you're you're irritated and irritable. And, mm -hmm. and then you're, you're kind of likely apparently in this kid's case to, to take that out on other people. And so it's like, how do I get rid of this feeling? Yeah. I hate this feeling so much. It has to go somewhere. Ah, my little brother, um, from the time he could talk would explain that he doesn't like crunchy pants. Uh, <laughs> it took us a long time to understand what the hell he was talking about. He meant jeans. He didn't like jeans. The jeans were too constrictive and they were crunchy. Mm -hmm. So then he wore sweatpants for a long, long, long time. And that was, that was great for him. He was fine after that, <laughs> but he's, he, he doesn't like the crunchy pants. And, you know, we, I guess we got lucky and that my little brother could articulate that not every child can. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think, I mean, this, 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 uh, this is the only, I guess we should, we should look at these. We should have looked at, uh, at how to tie, tie we, temperaments. Looked at these. we should, how to tie temperaments to, to, uh, to to fairy tales or kid stories because because this oh, one is totally fine. this is totally the uh the princess and the pea right it really is yeah absolutely absolutely if i'm uncomfortable i'm gonna tell you about it yeah yeah i mean <laughs> and if i can't i'm gonna be really grumpy yeah so i mean just being well, a little bit fun. more aware of this is is uh a way to make your life a little bit better and again we've talked about the the other ones this goes with uh with peers and co-workers and loved ones as well just kind of being aware yep. of of where they are um tasha's i mean she's she's the princess in the p times 10 if there i mean you'd put a, a, a grain of sand under the mattress and she would she would feel it and 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 sometimes her skin just annoys her i i i, I don't i don't i don't get it and i tease her maybe more than i should because i'm a i mean i think it's well documented in the show i'm kind of a dick um 800 episodes in he finally says it folks I, I've, I've, I've embraced it um but but no it, and and so just just kind of being aware and 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 look you can it, i think there's a place for some teasing about this kind of stuff um sam and her her barbecue Please. sauce problem roast me <laughs> I deserve it. But but also there's 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 totally a reason to hey don't be a dick about this because it's like a real thing at, yeah. at some point and you know I don't I don't think it's something that that we as adults need to be hypersensitive about but you know with kids it it's it's kind of a, a big thing especially when right. they're when they're preverbal um, yeah. and don't have the have the language to 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 put onto what they're feeling or experiencing and and if yep. you. If, if you don't know how to say the lights are too bright in here and it hurts my eyes, um, you're, you're, you're going to be walking around in, in yeah. the bright room and you're going to be screaming about it. And it's like, why are you screaming? And you know, how do I articulate the lights are too bright? Yes, I maybe. don't know how to say that. I don't know. There's an option for these lights to not be bright. Maybe. I'm just annoyed. Maybe, maybe we could turn, turn down the lighting in the, uh, yeah, see what in, happens. The, in the infant toddler room and, and then, and then little jessica would be happier oh good good name good name i like trying, i like little jessica trying to try to pull out another name um any other thoughts on this one i think it just again there's no bad temperaments you know you're the, the kids are the kids you get the pickles that are in your jar 
Oh my God. I just got a horrible jar of pickles the other day. Don't get me started. I think, I think all the good pickle, the experienced pickle cutters must have resigned because oh, no. there's some shitty cut pickles in the jar. Um, oh, oh mm. uh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, a tragedy. It's a, so just being a little bit more aware makes the job a little bit easier. Uh, yeah. so, before we wrap, Sam, have you had the sensory experience? I had this the other day, or, or okay. actually, the other day, but I had it today too. I came back from my run and you ever have that, um, you like, you like inhale, you're like, because you're breathing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do that. And, and through your nose, you're breathing through uh-huh. your nose. Okay. And, but then um, somehow there's like a, a, a bit of, of dried booger someplace back in your <laughs> nasal cavity. And that gets, that gets, it breaks loose while you're inhaling and then somehow ends up in your throat. Yes. Is there a name yep. for that experience? Is that because I, I, I um, think it's got to happen to everybody, right? I think it does. I would just call it unfortunate. Um, I think is what I would name that experience. Um, I'm going with surprise. I don't know if you've booger. got. Yeah. Um, please come to see Jeff's band, Surprise Throat Booger. <laughs> that would be a great name for a band. <laughs> They'll be playing soon at a uh, very small venue near very, you. Very small venue. <laughs> very small. Um, anyway, that, that was also another experience that kind of kind of uh uh, uh, uh sensory is fun yeah set my brain on fire because you, you don't know because you, you think you know you know logically you know hey there's a tiny little booger in my throat but but you also think you're going to choke and die or at least maybe yeah you don't. i do uh, death by booger no no yeah yeah death by yeah, we've all how, had that how did he die well he choked on a on a sporadic <laughs> throat booger my god uh, it was awful <laughs> Listeners, if you've never had a sporadic throat booger, um, let me know about it. And if you have, I hope a you don't have one. I hope you don't have one. <laughs> hope you never have story. to. Like, if that's an option for you. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have a great story, a great sporadic throat booger story, let me know about it. This if you have a great story, send care. it to us. Hmm? If you have a great story, just send it to us. We would love to act out your stories. Sure, sure. Oh yeah, we'll 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 bring in the uh, childcare bar and grill thespians. Yes, and, uh, there are dozens of us. Look, if you if you've written a a one person play that you would like uh, like produced <laughs> on this podcast, uh, we can we can totally make that happen too. Okay, yeah, it's audio format only. I want to be very clear. Sure, sure. I, I can do. I'll some, bring in some props for my own I, benefit. I can, I can do some foley work. I can get the coconuts Ooh. and make the horse. Oh yeah. Fantastic. We look forward to your work. Especially if there's a horse involved in it. So I've got a reason to buy a coconut. Sounds great. I can mail you one. These these episodes end weird sometimes. Uh hey, listeners, thanks. Thanks for thanks for listening. Back soon. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) What was that? Like most Uh, times they end weird, but yeah, most of the time. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.